This edition of the Rochester Rundown is brought to you by Ultra Federal Credit Union, a member-owned financial institution with two convenient branches right here in Rochester. Ultra is proud to support local independent journalism on MedCityBeat. The well-publicized financial woes would have been enough to make the past 18 months a whirlwind for the people tasked with leading the Rochester Civic Theater, and the subsequent COVID-19 pandemic made 2020 a period of serious reckoning and reflection for staff at the city's longest-running theater. After staying mostly online last year, the Civic will announce the shows for its 70th season on Saturday, and as they gear up for the first show, a new era may be emerging in Rochester theater. Managing Director Misha Johnson joins us in addition to a handful of actors and volunteers who say the best of the Civic is yet to come. Their stories from a lifetime of acting and what the city should expect from its various theater companies moving forward, coming up in a bit. Plus, the news of the week and some events to go to this weekend, including another brewery anniversary party and the second of three installments of the Night Market. I'm Isaac Janes. It's Friday, August 20th, 2021. Let's get to the news. It was actually one of the first rundowns where Sean and I were breaking down the financial hardships plaguing the Rochester Civic Theater in February of 2020. Among the most troubling details, payroll checks bouncing, utility bills going unpaid, and board members putting up personal loans to keep the theater from sinking. So there's clearly a lack of trust that these organizations themselves cannot provide the necessary oversight that the city's looking for. Just a month after that episode was released, COVID-19 shut down the Civic for months. With the future of the theater already uncertain, the pandemic added another layer of confusion and put all organizations that offer live entertainment in some sort of jeopardy. But in the 18 months since then, things have changed. Head inside the Civic now and there's activity once again, but it's not all from Civic actors. In the aftermath of the financial saga, city officials drafted a one-roof collaborative policy for the city-owned building, which includes the Mayo Civic Center and the Arts Center. On the theater's end, other theater troops without permanent homes are encouraged to host their shows at the Civic, using the theater for rehearsals and shows of their own at a more affordable cost than renting or owning a separate space. New managing director Misha Johnson says the changes boosted overall use of the space, and that was expected, but not to the extent that's occurred. In fact, the space is largely booked out not just for the rest of this year, but for the rest of next year. Arts is thriving in Rochester. It's very exciting. And where there is affordable space now here at the Civic, it's wonderful to welcome more and more of those groups here as best we can. The guiding idea behind the one roof policy, according to Johnson, is that art breeds art. If a fan of, say, the Repertory Theater comes to a show hosted inside the Civic, as they did earlier this month, the hope is that they'll leave not only impressed by the rep show, but gain a new knowledge of what the Civic cast is offering, plus the other theaters and dance troops that use the space. It leads to a bustling theater on all nights. When I stopped by on Wednesday evening, Calliope Theater was running through a dress rehearsal for their musical Head Over Heels, which premiered last night and runs through most of September. The Civic's own actors were there as well, heading outside to prepare for their 70th anniversary party this Saturday. Now, Johnson says the extra traffic has led to some issues, namely a lack of adequate rehearsal space, but it's been outweighed by the influx of new faces that come through on a daily basis, and that new energy inside the theater is better for everyone involved. The truth is, is we all want the same thing, and we're all arts people, and we all, we're all in this together to make wonderful art for Rochester. And so it's been a really good relationship with all of these groups because we all have the same goal in mind. It's also important to note that different theater companies were never completely separate from one another. Actors routinely try out for shows all over the city, no matter who's directing them. 
According to Steph Stafford, the Civic's assistant director, one person can play a critical role in making sure a handful of Rochester's theater companies run smoothly. So while it's not a total fraternity where everyone knows everyone, bringing Rochester theater under one roof makes sense. You can have one person who plays in a pit band for one theater, is acting for another, is directing for another, is teaching children in um, our youth program, um, working on costumes, and we all help each other because we all need each other. So with the one roof policy now in full swing, focus shifts towards the next season of civic shows. In other words, the shows that they put on themselves. It's their 70th season, and of course, there's pent-up energy inside the cast that's been swelling for nearly two years. The shows that make up this season's repertoire were picked very intentionally, Johnson says, in order to bring people back to the theater. And as for what she thinks people want to see right now, it's comedies, big-name shows, things that make people laugh. Her goal is to provide a sense of escapism for the viewer in season number 70. I need to be entertained, I need to sit back with my friends or family, and I need to just be together in community, smiling and being intrigued by what, what I'm seeing on the stage. I, I need to escape <laughs> from the daily newscast, and I need, to, I need to experience that. The first show of the season, she says, will be always Patsy Cline. It'll mark the first musical attempted by the Civic since 2019 and easily the largest cast since pre-pandemic. The full season will be announced Saturday night at the 70th Birthday Bash, which will serve as a grand welcome back to the attendees that have been away for a while. Missy Hagen has volunteered at the Civic since 1979, serving as an actor, crew member, box office attendant in the works. She says there's a palpable excitement from people that call into the box office right now, asking when the new season goes on sale and excited to see a new look Civic. And while many of the actors remain the same from previous seasons, Hagen says the people that have stuck around were the ones most excited to create a new model for the programming that goes on inside the space, ready to welcome more theater companies inside. Um, it's important for us to um, let the community know that we are all here for the right reasons and the same reasons is that we love this place. Um, we also, I, I think one of the biggest changes is we are putting a concerted effort into um, creating a co-op, if you will. Now, theater can naturally get competitive and at times even cutthroat. Bringing in paid actors from out of town to get a leg up on the competition is part of those financial woes that sank the Civic's previous leadership. But now these actors, including longtime Civic volunteer actor Christine Boos, are going down a different path, saying that the past two years have taught them one main thing. Rochester theater is better when it's together. COVID combined with all these other things that have happened with civic theater, again, it's taught us the importance of, you know, cohesiveness, of working together, of recognizing mistakes, learning from those mistakes, you know, moving forward, and we need each other. The Med City Beats Rochester Rundown is sponsored by Altra Federal Credit Union. Whether you are in the market for a home mortgage, car loan, or are simply looking for a trusted brand to manage your money, Altra is here to help. Unlike large, privately owned banks, Altra is a credit union owned by its members, allowing it to reinvest profits in its stakeholders, employees, and the communities in which it operates. Among its key priorities, Promoting financial literacy to local youth through the Ultra Foundation. To learn more about how Ultra can help you live your best life, visit ultra.org. 
Now we'll look at the top stories on our site, medcitybeat.com. It's been a back and forth on mask mandates in Rochester over the past week. The Rochester City Council voted 5-2 to strike down an emergency order from Mayor Kim Norton, which required mask wearing in indoor settings where children were expected to be present. Several council members cited concerns about enforcement, limited community engagement, and lack of political will for a mandate. And the city's move comes days after Rochester Public Schools voted to require masking for all students, staff, and visitors, regardless of vaccination status, for the upcoming school year. Mayo Clinic announced Monday it plans to put $200 million toward the expansion of its proton beam therapy program in Rochester. The 110,000 square foot build-out is scheduled to be completed in 2025 and it will allow Mayo to treat 900 additional patients per year. Initial work to get the site ready will begin in November with projects including the relocation of utility tunnels and pedestrian subways. Construction on the building itself will begin in late 2022. And starting in September, United Airlines will no longer offer nonstop service between Rochester International Airport and Chicago O'Hare. United cited low passenger volumes in making the decision. The airline has been offering service from RST to Chicago since 2017, but despite the loss of the United flight, American Airlines will continue to offer three daily departures to Chicago. All these stories and more are online now at medcitybeat.com. And now, here's some events we're excited for this weekend. The plaza outside Mayo Civic Center will be packed for the next two days. Tonight, catch Blues Traveler with JJ, Gray, and Mofro at Mayo Park starting at 7.30. The show is still on after the Blues Traveler bus crashed outside of Winona on Thursday and left some band members with minor injuries. This is not a Down by the Riverside show, and there are tickets that you do have to pay for. Check the Facebook event for more details. On Saturday night, head back to the Civic Center for the second edition of the Night Market. Live performances include Mila Miranda and Doctors in Helicopters and, of course, dozens of vendors from across Rochester. Attendees are asked to wear masks regardless of vaccination status, and the whole thing kicks off at 5 o'clock. And last week, we told you about Thesis Beer Project's two-year anniversary party. Well, this week, Little Thistle Brewing Company turns three, and they are partying all weekend long. Tonight, Iron Heart Wrestling comes to the patio, the opening bell at 7 o'clock. Saturday, a little too short to be Stormtroopers is going to perform, with new beers being tapped every single hour. And the party wraps up Sunday evening with Women Who Rock, presented by Rochester Magazine. Mary Lisa and Deanna Parks will be playing from 4 to 6. All of those events are free. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, the best way to support us is to become a member, be a part of quality local journalism at medcitybeat.com slash membership. I'm Isaac Janes with MedCityBeat. A quick note before I go, next week's rundown will be the last one for me. I'm moving up to Minneapolis at the end of the month, so rundown number 56 will close the book on what's been an incredible 18 months of storytelling. I will have much more to say next week, but for now... All I can say is thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, everyone, and I will talk with you again one more time next Friday.